0: Chapter 56 of the Story of the Romans. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information, or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Kangaroo692. The Story of the Romans by H. H. Werber. Chapter 56 The Flight of Marius. With the battle-loving Romans, the end of one war was generally a signal for the beginning of another, so as soon as the social war was finished, they sent out an army against the Mithridates, the most powerful king in the east at that time. Marius had been preparing for this war, and hoped to be the general, but to his great disappointment, the command was given to his rival Sola. The army had no sooner started than the envious Marius began to do all he could to have Sola recalled. His efforts were successful, for the Romans soon sent orders for Sola to come home, and gave the command of the army to Marius instead. When the officers came to tell Sola that he must give up his position, he was so angry that he had messengers put to death. Then as his soldiers were devoted to him, they all asked him to lead them back to Rome, so that they might punish his enemies for slandering him behind his back. This change of program suited Sulla very well. Instead of going to Asia, he soon entered Rome, sword in his hand, routed Marius and his party, and after forcing them to seek safety in flight, took the lead in all public affairs. Marius was declared an enemy of his country, and closely pursued by some of Sola's friends. Although seventy years of age, he fled alone and on foot. He made his way to the seashore. He then tried to escape on a vessel, which he found there. But unfortunately the captain was a mean man, who, in fear of punishment, soon set Marius ashore and sailed away. The aged fugitive was then obliged to hide in the marshes, and for a long time he stood there buried in a quagmire up to his chin. Finally he was captured and fell into the hands of the governor of Minturne. Marius, the man who had enjoyed two triumphs, and had six times been consul of Rome, was now thrust into a dark and damp prison. A slave, one of the vanquished Chimbrae, was then sent to his cell to cut off his head. But when the man entered, the prisoner proudly drew himself up, and with a flashing eye, asked him whether he dared lay hands upon Marius. Terrified by the gaunt and fierce old man, the slave fled, leaving the prison door open. The governor, who was very superstitious, now said that it was clear that the gods did not wish Marius to perish, so he not only set the prisoner free, but helped him to find a vessel which would take him to Carthage. There, amid the ruins of that once mighty city, the aged Marius sat mourning his fate, until ordered away by the Roman guard, a man whom he had once befriended. Again Marius embarked, to go in search of another place to have refuge, but hearing that Senna, one of his friends, had taken advantage of Sola's absence from Rome to rally his party, He decided to return at once to Italy. End of chapter fifty six, recording by Kangaroo six ninety two.